Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, well, well. Here we are. I have to, right off the bat... Hello. I have to apologize. Apology accepted. Because I had the numbers wrong in my head for the last two episodes we oh, recorded. Oh, no. And I didn't discover it until I started editing. Until you posted it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we've already done this episode. Uh, and so this is this is episode 135. Oh, so we actually done more than what you said yeah, last yeah. time. So that's good. So last time we were talking like it was 133, 133, 133. It was actually 134. <sighs> and so, you know, if you're listening we're and you're ahead. wondering why this is episode 135 and I just listened to 133, it's because that wasn't really 133. It was false. Yeah, that was false information. It was, it was a fake out. So just To see if anyone was listening. Yeah. So this is actually episode 135. One, three, five. So welcome to episode 135 of the Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. Man, we're getting old. I know. 135? Got a lot more gray than I did when we started. I'm seriously getting gray hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my hair cut the other day, and I'm like, what is all this? You know, like, like she's cutting my it's hair. Like falling in your lap? Yeah. Like, she's what? cutting my hair, and there's literally, like, full, not just gray hair, like, full-on, like, bleached white mm-hmm. platinum hair coming out. <laughs> and I'm like, you've got to You always to be- wanted to go platinum. Uh, apparently not that way, though. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm just like, and well, it's weird because I don't feel like I have a lot of gray hair. Like, I look in the mirror and I don't, I don't see the gray hair. But it's it's like on the sides right here, you know. I get yeah, a lot that's where of where most of mine is. Yeah, I get right a lot there. of it on the sides, and so she's cutting him. You know, she's cutting all this stuff, and it's just coming out like like crazy white stuff. Old, old, old. We're old. Episode one thirty five though. Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. Worship Ministry dot com. Twitter dot com slash Worship Ministry WM Catalyst. Sorry, WM Catalyst. <sighs> Twitter. Twitter dot com slash WM Catalyst. Facebook. See, I did Facebook second instead of first. Uh, Facebook dot com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst three six zero eight one eight four three three nine. If you want to leave a voicemail, I think that's everything. I think that's it. Country code one. <laughs> area code three six zero. Is it country code one? Country code one. Yeah, you know it's funny because. Um, Apparently, every country has their own, you know, code that you dial before the area code or whatever, and somehow the U.S. is one. We must have been the first one to come up with the idea. I guess. I Mexico, know. I think, is area or country code 2-1. So they were the 21st country? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I'm not sure. But it's weird because when you see another country's phone number, like, it looks all weird and messed up. Um, because not everyone uses uh, not everyone uses the uh, the ten digit uh, right. Not everyone uses the ten digit format that the U.S. does. Because you know we use the the three digit area code and then the seven digit number. Uh, but yeah, you look at some other one. And it's like country code two one, and then it's like eight eight dash zero five seven dash nine. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> or it's like. 
it's like country code two one, area code four five, <laughs> then street, street code, yeah. like seven nine, house number four five nine four like seven it's like seventeen digits. Yeah, and and I, I don't I don't know how my phone is able to understand what I'm dialing, but you know somehow it works. I don't I don't dial internationally very much though. Yeah, so. me either. <laughs> Actually, I never dial internationally. The only time I ever dialed internationally was when I was in Great Britain with the choir. Oh, yeah. wow! And uh, we we must uh, let you know the food food pantry is going on right now. Food pantry at yeah, David's Church. microphone is pointed right at the door. Yeah, you know, maybe I should move a little bit. No, you're fine. Is it okay right here? I think we're picking up mostly you. I don't have headphones on. Which, there was an audio issue on the last episode, too, so I apologize for that. Oh, no. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I think I've got a preamp going bad. <laughs> Whoops. Because, like, remember, we noticed it on the on the waveform. My signal kept getting quieter and quieter right. and quieter. Yeah. And it was also getting fuzzier and noisier. Oh, so no. I'm on a different channel this week. But they're Funny. still also really, like... <laughs> On my on this on the on the Digio two Digidesign Pro Tools thing, like I move it up a hair, and I've got tons of signal, and I but I backed it down a hair right there. I mean, like not even wow. not even a part of one one dash. I see it, and it's like significantly quieter. I'm looking right now at the waveform, and I see what you're talking about, but no one else can see, which is why we gotta do a uh, we gotta do a video podcast one of these days. And uh, just hello, hello, hello. let the world in. I wonder if people... Do you yeah, think see, people... I just, I just turned it down. Oh, see man. See how little that is? Yeah. That's crazy. No, I wonder if people um, wonder what we look like. Um, I think our pictures are on the website. Okay. Well, then maybe they don't wonder. Or they were a long time ago, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been to those pages of the website <laughs> in quite we, a while. We've changed a lot. Well, I mean, we got gray hair now, so something's changed. Yeah, we should do close-ups of just our gray hair. That should be yeah. what defines us from now on. Wouldn't that be weird? What if we were totally defined by the color of our hair? Hmm. Strange. Yeah. Well, uh, we both have glasses, um, so that, if you're curious what we look like. We have kind of short hair that stands up on mm-hmm. top, too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, David's got a full beard. Uh, I'm actually trying a new thing. I haven't even told my wife yet. I decided just today I'm going to try to grow some stubble. Are you? Yeah. So this is good a, for you. Yeah, this is about a day and a half worth yeah, right here. Nice. Um, so I just read. See what happens. Yeah. Huh? Well, I read somewhere. I read somewhere that ten days worth of stubble is the optimal amount, and I don't know what ten days of stubble looks like on me because I've <laughs> never, I've never gone more than a few days, and so I'm curious. So. Like I said, I haven't even told Melanie yet, but I'm going to try it out, and we'll see if she notices after a few days, like, why are you scruffy? And I'll be like, for the stubble. For you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's all for you, baby. It's all for you. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see uh, We'll see how this... So, yeah, I'm trying a new thing. It, uh, it probably won't last, because um, I'll be honest and say, I have a hard time with facial hair. I just... I don't know how you do it, man, but like even this right here, a day and a half just see. Once you get through the first couple of weeks of the itchiness, it all goes away. It just it drives me crazy. It stops itching. And it and if and if like I constantly am just like you know I'm can you hear that? You hear that? Anyway, I don't know if anyone can hear that. I, I'm constantly like you know rubbing my hands and it's like 
And Melanie's like, don't kiss me. You're pokey, you know? So <laughs> so she has noticed a little bit. Well, uh, when, I, when I've, like, let it grow out a few days before, you know, or I've, or I've just haven't shaved out, you know, too lazy to shave or whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, chances are the next time we get together, it'll, it'll all be, it'll gone. be gone. Or... There's a chance we get together, and I got the ten day growth happening, and you've you've made your peace with it, and, and now you're like got the full on beard. Yeah, although I don't think I can grow a full beard. I just I'm not a hairy person, and like I got, I actually I got bald spots. I got see I got like a bald spot right here, and there's another one right over here somewhere. Anyway, well, maybe if you let it grow long enough, something will eventually start growing. There. Maybe you never know. I've never tried. I've never tried. This is new. New, new stuff, ground, yeah. new territory. So, anyway. Turn it over a new leaf. Turning it over. But that's not... <laughs> You're getting gray hair, so you got to try something <laughs> exactly. with your face. <laughs> now that I got gray hair, I got... You know, I, I, have, a, um, I have a friend uh, who you actually know um, at Laurelwood, and uh, a long time ago, he had, he had a full beard, and then, you know, whatever, five years ago, he shaved it off. I remember asking him, like, What's the deal, man? Like, as long as I'd known you, you had this beard. And uh, the deal was, he grew the beard because um, he was working as an auditor, a, a state Washington auditor. And so he would be going into schools or businesses or whatever. And and he was a young guy. Mm-hmm. And so no one would take him seriously because they thought that he was, you know, like a baby. Right, yeah. And so he grew the beard to make himself look older. I don't then, know what you're talking about. And then I guess about <laughs> I guess about five years ago, I guess he decided he looked old enough and he didn't need the beard anymore, so he shaved it off. So now he just looks professional. Now he just looks uh, professional, yeah. But whoever decided that beards are unprofessional? I, I don't know. Where does that come from? But beards do, I think, make you look older mm-hmm. if you're trying to look older. Yeah, I know a teacher I had in high school who grew a beard in the winter because he needed to be more scary to keep control of his classroom. <laughs> That's what he told me. <laughs> Oh, you're growing a beard, huh? So, yeah, I got to be more intimidating to my students. Wow. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, so. Okay. So, anyway, here well, we are. That was exciting. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice little 10 minute. More than you ever wanted to know about facial hair and gray hair. A right? nice little 10 minute preamble on hair. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is apparently a, a follicle uh, podcast on all things follicle, <laughs> follicleness. Um yeah, so... No. Yeah. But we are here today, and <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I was thinking maybe we talk about strengths. See, I thought the same thing. I actually saw you brought the yeah, book, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I wonder if... So, there's this book called Strength Finders. Is that the uh, the 2.0, or is that just a normal? Well, this, this one is the edition. It's called Strengths-Based Leadership. Oh. So, it's it's leading with people's strengths in mind. And so, um, I haven't read that one. So yeah, I, I did the, uh, strength finder 2.0. David, why don't you give a little background on what this book is about strength finders? Um, and there's several different versions, the 2.0, the leadership, but I'm sure there's even more versions. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's helping people discover kind of the way they're made, who they really are. And so you take this test and it's supposed to, it's, it's, uh, the least probably manipulatable, if that's a word, is that a word? I'm not sure. <laughs> least able to be manipulated. There you go. Personality kind of test. 
So like a lot of the other personalities, I don't know if you've if you've noticed this, but a lot of them you can just decide what kind of person, what kind of results you want, right. and then you answer the questions that way, and that's the results you get. So you can tell the world I'm a blah blah blah. And so, um, but this one is a lot harder to to kind of manipulate the results to get what you want. So it gets you a really good uh, definition um, of who you are. And so it's and then the goal is once you know what your strengths are then to lead out of or to to work out of whatever you're doing to work out of your strengths. Yeah. And then you're also aware of where you're not strong, so you know um, areas that you need people to help you with or areas that you might need to, to learn or study if you're going to have to do something that's outside of those strengths. Yeah, and one of the things that I appreciated about just the, the whole concept, the, uh, the strength finder concept, uh, when I was reading the, the 2.0 book, it talked about how a lot of times we focus on our weakness, right? Mm-hmm. And we focus on, oh, you know, I'm not really good at being creative, so I got to really try to be creative. And the whole book is like, no, let's take the things you're really good at and just work on those and things. maximize them. Yeah, and yeah. get better, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like if you're an achiever, then start achieving things and, and feel good about achieving things and just say... I'm going to make this thing happen. I'm, I'm going to get on this mountain. I'm going to I'm going to conquer it. I'm going to stick my flagpole up there, and and uh, you know we'll we'll take the mountain. Right. It's not a foreign concept. It's one we've talked about on the podcast a long time ago. Like we've talked about, um, if if you're a piano player, like you and I are both piano players, yeah. Then it's it's really wise for us to continue to play the piano. And to be the best piano player we can be, as opposed to watering ourselves down and trying to learn the acoustic guitar, trying to learn electric guitar, trying, you know, when we when we um, start trying to work on things we're not strong in, mm-hmm. then we then we dilute our strength. And so um, while we while it might be a cooler thing to play acoustic guitar, we're going to be much more effective if we're leading from the piano. Yeah. And, um, and we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about it a lot, but we've talked about it before. And, um, but I think, I, I think we need to take it in our, in our leadership beyond our musical skills though. I think we need to understand how, how God made us and then, and then lead that way mm-hmm. in our ministry. Yep. And, um, I think that's a really underrated because like you said, and it's, if you think about it, it's a really negative approach to like what what do you suck at <laughs> and let's work on that right right you gotta get better because you're like, really bad at this yeah. it's like you really suck at administration so we need to send you to some classes to learn how to be on how to be an administrator. administrator yeah as opposed to like you're a really compassionate person and why don't you go be a blessing to these people mm-hmm. so Anyway, um, yeah. So, so you you were reading that book, and and uh, your your team, your uh, your church staff has been reading it. Also, is that correct? Well, we've all taken the test, okay. Um, and we've all we've gone through the you know just the Strength Finders two point book. It's pretty. The book itself is short because there's a few chapters of introduction, and, and then, then the majority is just explaining, explaining yeah. each individual strength. And right, so it's right. a really easy thing to do. Um, you have to buy a book with a code in it to be able to take the test. Yeah, it's not a free test. Yeah. Um, That's where they get you. But one of the things, so I I had this book. I had never read it, and I started going through it, and there's this one page um, 
in here. It's page 24 in the strengths, Strengths-Based Leadership book. But it's got this, this chart here. I'm showing Kevin. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it says, you know, there are four areas. Uh, let me see. Let me get the right. Four, the four domains of leadership strength. Executing, influencing, relationship building, and strategic thinking. Mm. And then they've broken up all of the 34 strengths into each of one of those four areas. So, for example, under executing, there's achiever, arranger, belief, consistency, deliberative, discipline, focus, responsibility, and restorative. Mm. So if you, you know, if you've taken the test and you, you know what your strengths are, one of those, it comes up, then you know you've got a strength in the executing category. And then same thing for influencing, same thing for relationship building and strategic thinking. Um, what I hadn't, I mean, we've, we've had the discussion, we've put all of our strengths up on the, on the board before as a staff. And you said, is anything missing? You know, we're just like, do, are there any strengths we really need that we don't have? And that discussion didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> but then, uh, when I took the test this time with the book, they produced a, you know, kind of a leader's guide, how to lead out of your strengths and how to lead people in their strengths. Mm. Uh, but then they gave you this chart that yeah. has the four categories that I just listed off and you put the person's name out on the left and you put their strengths across each, each category. And so mm-hmm. I, we did that for the staff and we found we have a huge gaping hole in our staff in the executing area of uh, the so, executing so almost domain. by almost by putting each, by putting each of your strengths in one of those four categories then you're able to see, okay, this particular category, we don't have anyone with any of these strengths. That's, right. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, so, <laughs> um, the the funny thing was, I I don't have any strengths in the relationship building category. Oh wow. <laughs> Which for a pastor, <laughs> come on, what, what does that say? You, apparently, you're not a relatable guy. Yeah. And so, <laughs> like, my first concern was, oh man, we need to find somebody who can make up for my weakness when it comes to relationship building. But we'll, then, when we did all of the strengths, um, I found out that's the area we're strongest, and we have the most strengths on our staff in that area. So overall, because other people have those strengths. Overall, your team is healthy, right. not just maybe not you particularly. Yeah, ah, that's good. And that's so, good. Um, so, but I, but what this is just the first phase for us. We're actually as we we don't re, we don't have a lot of other teams yet, but we're starting to build other teams, and we're going to use this approach. And building those teams mm. as much as we possibly can. Of course, we don't have tons and tons of people to choose from, so we're not going to be able to assemble the perfect team that has you know the coverage of all the strengths. But we're going to we're going to use it. We're going to have people take the test that are that are on these leadership teams, and we're going to fill out this chart and see the areas that we're strong in that we're weak in. And so we know we either need to recruit somebody to fill in the gap, or we're going to have to learn how to make up for that as a team. Yeah. And so, um, so, so good question. Maybe you were getting there. Um, how do you make up for, if you don't have execution, how do you make up for that? First of all, because no one's going to execute trying to make a a plan to (laughs) try to (laughs) make up for it. Well, um, I think, I think there, there, there are probably a couple more than, there are probably other areas, but two, two big areas come to mind. The obvious one is find somebody with those strengths mm-hmm. that you can bring on the team. But if you don't have that, then then you have to look, I think, for tools that were designed 
to to meet those strengths. So we've talked about planning center for a long time. I, I I had to learn some skills of administration. It never came natural to me. So when I came across Planning Center Online, it filled in all of the gaps of administrating the worship ministry. So I didn't have to be the administrator anymore. So that's a good example of I'm weak at administration. I found a tool that, that fills in the gaps. And so I can do what I'm best at and have another tool yeah. that fills in the gaps. So I think, you know, we'll probably need to find tools or find systems or, you know, go out and like, like we just implemented um, what we called the accountability board. And so we, put, I saw, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which actually FYI for the listeners at home, this was how it all started. I, I, I walk into a Davis church uh, this afternoon and there's this big kind of dry erase board with um, basically, you know, it's got someone's name, it's got like a task, and then it's got a date. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, wow, and, you know, and, and I'm like, so uh, I'm looking at today's date, I'm like, how are you guys doing on this particular project? Because I noticed it's overdue, you know, and... And, uh, and so and- Kevin's strengths that were weekend just just shone like a spotlight right. on our system. Because my my particular strengths, I've taken the strength finder, two of my big strengths are activator and achiever. And so I make things happen and then I'm like, okay, let's let's make sure we achieve and get it done. And so I'm always pushing, you know, to, to get things going. Mm-hmm. And but then I'm also getting the ball rolling on top of that, you know. But like you jumped right in. It's like, OK, so like so it's the 16th. Is this done? Yeah. It's like that's just in your nature to <laughs> right. do that. Right? I didn't even think twice about it. I'm just like, oh, 16th. Uh, that was yesterday. <laughs> How's that project going? How are the shelves? The whatever the project yeah, yeah. was, and moving the shelves or whatever. And so, like, so here, here, Kevin comes in from the outside. <laughs> and he immediately has, you know, has the the hand he needs to help us get a, get us achieving what we're supposed to be achieving. Right. But um, the we put you know we put that board together. Had the idea to put the board together because which by we the way, being, great idea. I, I actually really like that. Uh, just a really simple, easy way to say here's a job that needs to get done. Here's supposed to do it here here's the day and now let's hold each other accountable yeah. good good uh good idea but it came out of the need that we were really sucky <laughs> at getting things done yeah <laughs> so so it's like okay we need to come up with a system to fix this that we all that we all are accountable to and that was a solution so um i think it's stuff like that that when you see there's a hole we have to come up with a way to fill the hole that's great that's and, great um but i don't know i i think it's you know we were talking I think it's an amazing testament to how awesome our God is Mm. because like if you stop and think for a minute, how many people do you know? Hundreds, Hundreds. thousands. None of them are alike. Yeah. There's, there's probably no, there's no, and like they say in this book, they, they didn't because they kind of tell the stories of some executives and how they use their strengths to lead their company. And they said they did not come across a single uh, two executives that had the same set of strengths. Wow. wow. And yet there are all these executives that lead these companies to greatness, right? Sure. And then you think about all the people you know and all the different personalities and all the strengths, and then you think about the fact that there are almost 8 billion people on the planet, mm. 8 billion different people, and we're all made in God's image. Wow. And God has created all of these different people, different personalities, different strengths, different abilities, and and all of these people represent who God is. We have a big God, you know? Yeah. Like, and so... When, and just, I think also the brilliance of creating people that 
complement each other. Yeah. I mean, it's like you were saying. Okay, you you got um you know you got a lot of different people on your team. Some that are relational, um, and it just so happens none of them necessary execution type mm-hmm. people. But you know, within your church, I mean, I guarantee you, there's some you know execution type people, mm-hmm. and and how how brilliant to create these. Uh, you know, personalities that will complement each other. And I think that's the body of Christ. And, you know, you, you look in the Bible and you read these scriptures about, you know, not everyone's an arm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, does the, does the eye say to the hand, I don't need you. And, right. you know, because we're all, we're all members of the body and we're all different, but we're all used, you know, by the same, the same head, you know, mm-hmm. God, uh, Jesus Christ, our head, uh, who is, you know, arranging the members of the body as he sees fit. So, And what another cool. testament to the foresight of God and inspiring Paul to write that scripture. Yeah. And here we are talking about, about a book, being amazed about the exact same thing yep. thousands of years later. Yeah. And so... No, I think it's. I think it. I think it carries a lot of weight in how we do worship ministry, and I, don't know, I, th- I think it can, it can also um, uncover lots of potential conflict because you can see in there. Oh, um, both Kevin and I have uh, the command. I don't know if you do, but I'm just for example. Right. We, we both have command as a strength, so oh, there's lots of potential there for us to then butt heads because we're both trying to take command all the time. So, um, so we're going to have to be intentional about how we work together with our command strength. Right, so, right. Because then you get the uh, you can get the, the too many cooks in the kitchen yeah. type of thing. You know, everyone trying to take take a lead or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I think I think when it comes to having a really effective ministry or especially a really effective worship ministry when you have lots of creative people with big personalities and um, fairly emotional group of people, um, we need to go into how we run that group of people with as much intentionality as possible. Yeah. And so if you haven't read the book, if you haven't taken the test yourself, go it's really, it is, it's really good. I mean, you know, I'm i I'm not just saying that, like I, I found it really insightful just to kind of be aware of, of who I am, uh, you know, how God wired me. And again, it's, it's a pretty quick read. I mean, it's pretty simple. You take the test. Um, but you know, good stuff though. Mm -hmm. I, I, I agree. I think, and I, I like what you did. I feel like you kind of took it to the next level, having your whole team, um, you know. And I mean, it's an idea. Even I mean, and I didn't even think about what would it look like to uh, have everyone on your worship team. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously that would you know cost a little bit of money. Uh, but you can get the books, I think, for like five or ten bucks on uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Cool. Make sure you get a new one. Right. Not a used use one. one. It won't do you any good. Because the, code, <laughs> the code's already been used. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's like, is it worth, you know, might be worth it to budget that into uh, your your budget or just ask your team members to, to purchase it. And, and then you you do one of those things like you you guys did where you all sit down and you list out your strengths and, okay, where, where are we weak? Where are we strong? You put them in the four categories. I, mean, I really like that. And that accountability board that you guys did downstairs where, you know, you actually are, are saying, all right, <laughs> is essentially what that is. It's you guys saying, we don't have any execution people amongst us. So here's us trying to execute, you know, <laughs> here's right. us trying to trying to do a, the job of execution. <laughs> yeah. And I want to give credit. The, the chart came from. The online, the when you take the, uh, when you take the test and you put in a code from 
the strengths based leadership book, you get a different set of resources back. Oh wow! Than from the, just the Strength Finder. That's book. cool. So, um, so they, you know, they sent that to me. They, they, they tell you how to lead in your strengths, and then they tell you how to lead people with other strengths and stuff. So, it's a really great resource. Good stuff. All right. Well, that's about all the time we have. There we go. Um, make sure if you, uh, I'm just looking sure to make sure we're out of time. If you have questions that you uh, would like us to address in the podcast, you can get in touch with us online at uh, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com, twitter.com slash wmcatalyst, facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst, or you can send an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Or, or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. We forgot that one earlier. Ah. Or leave a voicemail, 360-818-4339. Want to do one little teaser. Don't forget, we have um, coming up... Sometime in the near future, we're going to do a uh, a, a podcast with the guys from Frequ- Frequency. Yeah, <laughs> Frequency yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast. So make sure you're checking them out. Right, we've so been we've been emailing. Yeah, we've been emailing each other trying to make that thing happen. And it's been all my fault. So I'll just take all the blame because I've been super busy over the totally last totally your months. fault. So uh, ridiculous. Now that we're in a routine, we're going to get it figured out, get it on the calendar. And so you'll be getting that podcast to get uh, introduce you to those guys, and uh, we may have another interview coming up in the in the near future after that as well. So make sure you're sticking out, uh, listening to future podcasts, checking us out online to hear lots of good information. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.